We're going to learn the Maimer, which begins the Demaschal Vayhib B'Shalach Parei. That when Parei sent out the Jewish people, he finally let the Jewish people free after so many years of servitude. Derech Eretz Plishtim, Sashem did not let them, did not lead them through uh, the way of the land of Plishtim, which would have been the closer way to Eretz Yisrael, and instead they took the uh, the circular way through the desert. So now <clears throat> uh, the Maimer begins with uh, noting that the Jewish people are uh, called planted in Golos. In particular, in Egypt, they were, it says that they were planted um, in the land. And the, perp- the, the idea of planting is that in order to grow more than what you plant, so we need to understand what is this idea of spiritually of planting and what is what is this growth uh, represent uh, that happens through Golas, that happens through exile. So the Jewish people are called the produce, the grain of Hashem. And uh, when uh, and therefore, like we said before, that when you plant, it's in order to gain more, to harvest more than what you plant. Uh, and because we're the produce of Hashem, this is in terms of uh, revelation of Hashem, that there should be more revelation of Hashem manifest uh, in the world, and uh, Hashem should be uh, able to be uh, uh, seen by all flesh through us being planted in, in, in the earth of Golos of Exile. So, uh, so, and that is the meaning of the pasuk Baruch Hashem Lekei Yisrael. That blessed is Hashem, the God of Israel, Mina Olam Olam, from world to world. Uh, so we are called that Hashem is called Lekei Yisrael, the God of Israel, because we are the ones planted in the earth, and and through us being planted in earth, that causes. Uh, more growth, which represents more revelation of Hashem, and it, this revelation is mina elamad elements from world to world. That Hashem should be revealed from Alma Discasia, the hidden world, to Alma Discasia, the revealed world, which is the low world, um, our world. And uh, and uh, the purpose is that just as in the high spiritual worlds. Uh, there's a clear recognition of Hashem and everything is nullified before Hashem, like the Pasuk says, that the heavenly hosts bow before you, because in heavens, in the spiritual worlds, it's very clear that Hashem is the one and Hashem is revealed before them. So similarly in, the, in our world as well, Hashem should be uh, revealed so that uh, so that. Uh, all, all existence is a uh, bottle, is nullified before Hashem. Like it says that when Mashiach comes, even in this world, it says, I am buying Euro, that eye to eye uh, will see Hashem. And it says that uh, that all uh, creations will will um, uh, come before Hashem and they'll, they'll hide in, um, in caves and in uh, tunnels because of the awe of Hashem. Or, or like it says, that every that uh, all will bow before Hashem. Uh, so, th- so in other words, there'll be a recognition also in this physical world of, of Hashem, and and uh, Hashem's presence will be revealed here as well. And how does that happen? It happens through the Jewish people being planted 
in the in the earth in the times of Gallus. Uh, which, like we said, the idea of planting is you plant a little bit in order to grow more. And uh, we are we are that tree or that uh, produce that uh, grows during the gallus. Next paragraph. So now when you plant, what happens is that the seed uh, gets uh, covered by the earth and it, it it, it is rotten and it uh, dissolves into nothing and then something greater grows from that. So the same thing happens with the planting of the Jewish people uh, that that, uh, that they also they uh, have have to be uh, nullified, have this uh, strong sense of pittle in order to let uh, something uh, more revelation with him grow afterwards. Now it says that the clipper comes before the fruit, that the peel comes before the fruit. And the same thing spiritually, uh, that the clipper, what covers over the godliness, comes before the godliness. Now, Chas Hashem, to say this literally, of course, Hashem comes first. Uh, but the idea is that the uh, the uh, light of Hashem, which is covered by the clipper, that comes before the light of Hashem, which stays as revealed godliness. In other words, that Tehu, the world of chaos, that com- comes before Tikkun. So in uh, Tehu, there's a even a more powerful uh, light of uh, godly light than in Tikkun, but it, it, it shatters the Shiras Akalim and then it comes down lower and it's covered and concealed by Clipper by the peel. And that comes from a higher source, an earlier source than Tikkun, which is the more obvious godliness that stays that way through as it comes through the world. Uh, so, so the uh, although the uh, the light of Tayot it fell uh, lo- lower, but it comes from the highest of levels. Uh, whereas the Jewish people, our neshamas, come from Tikkun, and Tikkun, although it's obvious godliness, but it's not as high as it doesn't come from the as high a source as Tayot. Next paragraph. Now the mission in Pirkei Avos talks about the ten generations from Adam to Noach, and then the ten generations from Noach to Avram, and the fact that they had good lives is to show Erech is to show Hashem's compassion that He let He gave them a good life, even if perhaps these generations didn't deserve it. So. Uh, it's, it's like the past says, that Hashem enlivens everyone, everything, and uh, it's not because they necessarily deserve it, but it's because of Hashem is koyach, Hashem could do anything, and Hashem is abundant mercy and kindness. So even where where uh, his uh, presence is concealed and they and even where uh, the creations declare their independent existence, Hashem, yes, is the God of all gods, but we exist too. So even so, Hashem still has mercy on them, and therefore they're able to have good lives and with wealth and and uh, ease, uh, even if they didn't deserve it, uh, because the the uh, godliness is uh, is uh, concealed, and uh, they they get although they're getting highest, they're getting their life force from Hashem. But it, it, it's as this uh, godly life was fell down uh, into the clipper through Shiras through the breaking of vessels when uh, Tayo crashed. 
And uh, even if they uh, declare their independence and they and like novel says, I'm a novel liberty, and Kim novel says in his heart, there's no God. Um, so, so still, uh, they're able to exist. On the other hand, on the side of Kadusha, they receive their uh, the uh, the creations. They receive their uh, highest, their life force in a revealed way from Hashem. And uh, and there it go- goes just in an organized system according to what they deserve. And uh, therefore, it's limited. And the same thing, even Torah itself, uh, which is Hashem's Chachma, but also when Torah comes into this world, it's also limited. Like it says, that its measure is longer than earth. That means there is some measure. It is limited, just that the, the measure is longer than earth. Uh, and uh, they only get uh, on the side of holiness. The, the, the creations only get highs according to what they deserve and based on their mitzvahs. And that's why it says about Yaakov that kikotan or that Yaakov is small because he only receives according to what he deserves. And so there's a symptom, there's a contraction, concealment of Hashem's uh, uh, godliness uh, that that comes down through. Uh, Taira and mitzvahs that 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 it has to get involved in physical claims and disputes and and lies and arguments, and the same thing with the other mitzvahs that even if they're not with the arguments, but they are discuss- between two litigants, but they are in some way talking about physical things like tzitzis with wool and uh, tefillin with leather and with the parchment. Uh, so this is all Simpson compared to Hashem. So although the mitzvahs are Hashem's rotsin, they're Hashem's desire, but there's the bala rotsin, the one who has that desire, who is beyond the rotsin, beyond the desire. And uh, and uh, therefore it says uh, that in this is in uh, the Haftar of uh, Breshis, that the heaven and heaven of heavens won't... Um, it won't uh, be enough to contain you, uh, but will this house, the base migdash, contain Hashem? So, so the the wording here is yichal kalucha, which comes from a word of kli kli, double kli. That uh, even a double kli, uh, that it it, uh, it 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 won't be able to, uh, it, it won't be able to receive. Uh, the uh, Hashem's holiness uh, without a symptom that it, to, to let that the uh, Hashem's light come down. Uh, on the other hand, uh, in Tehu, then the, the Hashem's light comes down without a limitation, without contraction, just from the level of Rav Chesed, abundance of kindness. And uh, there's no, it, it comes down. Uh, from level to level, and only comes out in a revealed way uh, when Mashiach comes. Where there it says ki ein by nira that eye to eye they will see. So with with the clipper and with the, it doesn't really care about the details. It's not particular. Whereas with kedusha, there's a limited highest, a limited energy and a limited light of Hashem according to uh, what is deserving. So now, next paragraph, Hine Amrazal. So now, the Gemara says that Gala the Bavel, when the Jewish people were exiled into Bavel, Shechina Imam, the Shechina went with them. 
And what this means is that that spark of godliness inside their soul is in exile and all the sparks of Hashem wants is to cleave with Hashem and be one with Hashem. It's like a fire that is always going up. It's jumping up to its source. So, uh, so, and what the Neshama does is, it, so the, the Yeti collects sparks of godly highest that fell um, through Shurus HaKalim into different parts of the physical world and then elevates them to link them back to with their source and they, he finds them through uh, being his involvement in his Parnassa in things that are related to Klippa. He's working with regular parts of the world rather than just in, in, in a sort of a holy space. And uh, every, every blade of grass, like the Gemara says, that every blade of gr- grass uh, it has a, a malach that's telling it to grow. In other words, it has a spirit, spiritual chayas. And uh, so therefore that's like the spark behind the physical item. So when it, we're involved in work, in business, and but we stay away from uh, dishonesty and stealing and any anything forbidden, uh, any forbidden type of business that goes against halacha and, uh, uh, and uh, anything that is also, also, which means forbidden, but also means tied down, like it can't be elevated and, so when we uh, and when we do positive mitzvahs, which we take a physical item and then make that holy. So until now, that physical item was under the control of Klippa, and it was receiving its chayas, its energy from uh, Klippa. But now, when we use it, we use something physical to do a mitzvah, and so now it elevates, and now it receives it receives its energy from kedusha. So this transforms the darkness to light. And this is the idea of Yetzirah Mitzrayim. The point of the Exodus was, like the Pesach says, that Egypt should know that I am Hashem. So similarly here, that when a person does mitzvah, he takes something that was stuck in Egypt spiritually and turns it over to the side of holiness. And this is the gain that comes from planting. So when you plant, you end up growing more, like we said before. Uh, and and this is this is the game that we ref, we uh, go down into Dallas and we find their sparks of holiness and refine them as well. This is what the pasuk means when it says that Rivka took the clothes uh, of Esav and dressed uh, them for, uh, dressed them on Yaakov, her youngest son. So Yaakov is called the younger one, the small one, because. The Yaakov is the site of holiness, which where the uh, where uh, the where the uh, creations only elevate uh, ele- uh, they only given uh, the the highest energy according to what they deserve, and therefore it's cotton. It's small. It's limited. It's just based on what they deserve, and uh, and uh, therefore it's through a symptom. Now the terror is involved in physical things. Again, things that were under the control of Klippa. So that's called Big Day Asav, the garments of Asav Benagadol, Rivka's older son, uh, because Olmateo is Gadol's, the greater one. In other words, Olmateo comes before Tikkun. And uh, through this, 
So it adds um, through when we transform uh, uh, darkness, darkness into light. So that uh, that uh, adds uh, simcha, that adds joy, and uh, and like the pasuk says, so that we uh, he sanctifies us with his commandments. So uh, Hashem uh, makes what w- would otherwise be quite ordinary into the highest level of holiness. All the world is full of items from Klippus Nega from, from this world. They're not holy right now, and the godliness in them is concealed. But then we have a way to bring them over to the side of God- godliness through using them for a mitzvah. And when we do that, we fulfill the puzzle, okay, that uh, to you, Hashem, my soul, I lift. So we uh, give ourselves over to Hashem. And uh, then what we're doing is, is that the neshama, has, it, it, the soul has been sustained in the body through all the food that we've eaten and all the physical things that have kept us going. And then we transform that and lift that to, to Kedusha. Uh, and uh, as long as it, what, we, what we're using to, to energize ourselves is something which is not forbidden. Uh, because if it's forbidden, it's tied down. We can't use it to lift ourselves. But if, as long as it's clipper's no gas, then we can use it to lift ourselves. Now, the Pasuk says in uh, uh, the, we say it in Davening in the Halukas that, uh, that, that, uh, that, 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 Etc. So we say that Hashem's glory is on earth and heavens, but He lifts up this uh, this uh, the uh, beacon, this horn for His people. So what does this mean? That yes, uh, there's uh, Hashem's light, which is uh, spreads off everywhere, but specifically for His people, for the Jewish people, that's where Hashem really uh, uh, connects. Uh, that uh, that we connect to Atzimus, Hashem's essence, which is uh, beyond the light that shines in worlds, and uh, that it. But uh, we do that through transforming the physical items, showing the godliness within the physical, and that's also another meaning of Amim. Literally, the simple meaning is you have chosen us from all the nations. But it can also be explained that you have chosen us from all the nations, meaning that we get spiritually elevated through transforming the nations, through transforming the physical to be holy. Okay. And uh, over the page, and like it says that, uh, that where the Balshiva stands, even a perfect tzaddik can't stand. So this is, again, the idea that the Balshiva, because he gets involved in the physical world, therefore he stands in a higher spiritual stature. And uh, this is the goal of davening. We're trying to lift up ourselves in the, the physical uh, space around us, Hashem. And therefore, in the time of the base of Migdash, they didn't daven so long like now because it was easier for them to, uh, uh, to there, wasn't, there wasn't so much, uh, you know, materialism and it was easier for them to, to lift up Hashem without disturbance. Next paragraph. So now, just as with the seeds, that they only grow after the seed itself dissolves. So similarly, you can't um, make Hashem's light grow and, and re- rejoicing in Hashem 
uh, until after the seed uh, goes. And in other words, the seed has to first uh, first rot and become nothing, and that that represents the lev nishbar, a broken heart. And then afterwards, the the seed can grow. That uh, we have to uh, return to Hashem, do tshuva to Hashem, and have mercy on the spark of godliness within us. That it came from such high level and then descended all the way down. And uh, this uh, is uh, the purpose of Tikkun Chatzah, is to have a time to feel that bitterness and that brokenness on the fact that Anashama came all the way down into this physical world and is uh, pulling Hashem down into all, uh, everything that we're involved in. So we th- can think about that at Tikkun Chatzah. And that's uh, like it says in Mishnah that and we don't send to Davin COVID only from uh, a place of uh, solemn, uh, a serious head. So that is at the time of uh, at the time of Tikkun Chatzos. But there was some Chassidim, the Chassidim or Hashanim, they were able to have the to reflect on and on and have mercy on their neshama and and, and mariros bitterness. Uh, immediately before davening, they didn't have to have it as have it at a separate time at Tikkun Chatzos. But for most people, you need to have it at a separate time because we can't easily move our feelings from one extreme to another. And this is this is a uh, a midah connected midah. Don't have after the base midah is destroyed. We don't have the simcha. Uh, uh, the the place of simcha, the base of Mikdash, but in, but what can we do? We can have the uh, simcha that comes through uh, darkness, from the darkness. And an example of this is with Rabbi Akiva, that uh, when he saw a great Roman city, so the other sages were upset, but he was happy. And he said that in if this is what those who go against Hashem's will receive, then certainly the uh, those who do the, the mitzvahs and fulfill Hashem's will, they will be rewarded at least in the next world even more. And but we could explain the, this term which literally means those who tra- transgress His will. But we could translate it also at a deep level as those who pass beyond the will. Because there are two modes to connect Hashem. Either we could connect at the level of Ratzah and Hashem's will, and then we could be either doing okay or not so okay, depending on how well we're aligning with Hashem's Ratzah and with what Hashem wants us to do. But then there's another connection which is beyond Ratzah, and it's to the Bala Ratzah, to the one, the mass of the will, the one who has the will, Hashem himself, not to his Ratzah, and that connects at a Makif level. <clears throat> and therefore, those who transgress His will, they're going, they're passing beyond the will to try to connect Hashem, uh, regardless of the will, just um, Hashem Himself, uh, to a level where darkness and light is all the same. Whereas, if you if you want to, you know, receive based on what the per, what the person deserves, Alpitera, so that is according to the will, according to what Hashem wants. And <clears throat> so. Uh, so th- those those who transgress, they're far from uh, what Hashem wants. And if they get good, then certainly those who do uh, the Hashem's will, they certainly will, will be uh, able to receive Hashem, uh, uh, reward from Hashem and, and closest to Hashem. 
And that's what Rabbi Akiva was saying. Those who go against Hashem's will, they still receive Hashem's light, and certainly those who do Hashem's will. Uh, but uh, so the, uh, when Mashiach comes, so then all the sparks will already be elevated. So then what was until now, though that until now had fallen down, will then be revealed with added light and even more revelation than before. So now in the next paragraph, Vizehu, so we can go back to explain our original Pasuk. The Pasuk says, that when Parai sent out the people, what is the spiritual meaning of Parai? That Parai is from the letters Ha'ayref, the back of the neck, meaning uh, that uh, the lack of panemius and internal connection, and this is like the sinners who they receive from, Hash- from Hashem as going against his will, or like we said, trying to reach from beyond will, from Makif. And uh, Sapari uh, sent out the people as an arm. What does this mean? That uh, that uh, through the people being in in uh, Galus, they took they br- they brought out Netzutzus uh, sparks of holiness with them that had fallen there through Shiras Akalim. and uh, Pari actually had the effect of bringing the people closer to Hashem, uh, like it says that Pari Hikri if Pari brought close, it means he brought close the hearts of the of Bnei Yisrael to their Father in heaven. Then the puzzle continues, that Hashem didn't lead them through the land of Plishtim. What does Plishtim represent? The word Plishtim comes from the word like which means a, a through road, an open road. So, uh, so Plishtim means the, the, the open place and you have the holy Plishtim and unholy Plishtim. So in terms of uh, holiness, it means this is sort of, all-encompassing, free-flowing joy in uh, in the closeness and revelation of Hashem, and in unholiness, it's uh, this uh, sort of uh, scoffing and laughing and making everything into jokes, just without any limits. Again, from the same word plishtim, and uh, that's uh, and that would be called a, a clipper. And that's actually why clipper, why uh, unholiness is called clipper peel. Because just as a peel covers over the fruit, uh, so that you can't see the main uh, fruit, the, the main purpose here is so too. When you have simply have the joy without the inner purpose of the joy, how the joy is the celebration of closeness to Hashem, so then the joy becomes meaningless and it becomes a separate yesh. It's not about Hashem, it's just about the person just making a joke. And therefore, it's the exact opposite of the real purpose of the Simcha. And uh, this is not the right way to go to Plishtim, to this sort of being open and free-flowing Simcha, uh, because Kikarivu, because it's close, even if your Simcha, even if the person's joy is from closer to Hashem, it can easily fall from there to a negative, um, a negative simcha, just joking around. 
So as soon as there's war, it says that if they go, if the Jewish people go the close way from Egypt to stroll through the land of Plishtim, then as soon as Biraz and Muhammad, as soon as they see war, then they'll go back to Egypt. So that means as soon as there's a test, the person won't be able to stand the test and they'll just fall, fall backwards. And uh, that's the meaning of the pasuk that says because that it, it's saying that we're meant to serve Hashem with joy, meaning it's not just something that comes easy, but it has to be an aveda. And if we and if we don't do that, then there's a problem. Then, like the pasuk says that the teichacha came, the punishments in the rebuke of bechagaisa uh, came because we didn't. Uh, so, uh, sorry, in, in uh, Kisava, I mean, came because we didn't serve Hashem with joy, but it has to be not an easy, just a happy-go-lucky, but a, a simcha that comes through a veda, through, through a toil. Uh, so instead we, of going through the land of Plishtim, Hashem made us go around through the desert, Midbar Yamsuf, so Yam refers to Chachma. Suf comes from the word Sof. It refers to the lowest level, Malchus, which is where uh, Teresh Peh is uh, sourced. That's the idea of uh, Kabbalah Sel, of uh, knowing the Allah and then fulfill, just fulfilling it with obedience. And uh, the uh, the uh, Torah, uh, the uh, the uh, Torah and Mitzvah, so the, the Torah refers to Torah Shavuot and then Mitzvah Torah Shavuot and with Mitzvah with Torah Shavuot that's where you have this uh, deep level of obedience of of clear halacha and there's something clearly to keep. This because it's a, a more a long, complicated process it comes through works, so therefore it lasts and. Uh, and uh, before Simcha, we also have to introduce a basic Yira, which, is, like it says in Perikramal of Tanya, that that's the Reishis Aveda Vikarishasha, the beginning of Aveda and its, uh, its uh, core and its root. Now, Chazal say that someone who wants to accept Omach uh, Shemaim, the yoke of heaven, uh, properly, he, uh, so, uh, he, which we do when we say Shemaim, Davening, he should first. Uh, go to the bathroom to clear himself and wash his hands and wear tzitzis and tefillin. So the first step is going to the bathroom with the idea of that spiritually is to remove uh, impurities and remove the uh, bad from oneself. And then he spread, he spreads his talus that the talus represents accepting the yoke of Hashem. Like, cause, uh, because talus uh, is uh, connected to malchus, like it says in Perikamalaf of Tanya, and when we spread the talus of them, we're accepting Hashem's yoke. And uh, similarly, with all mitzvahs, with the idea of keeping a mitzvah in general is about accepting Hashem's yoke, that we're a bit, we follow Hashem's instructions. And then similarly with, uh, with learning Torah, that, um, that um, it says that Mishnah is, uh, is the queen. So this is also connected to Malchus where we let Hashem's word flow through our mouth, through our word, which is also connected to Malchus. So Hashem turned the Jewish people, instead of going straight to, through the land of Plishim, and so they went through the desert and Yamsuf. 
So in order to come to the Yam Suf, which, uh, which said, we said that Yam is Chachman, Suf is Malchus, the end of levels. So it, in order to get there, we first had to turn through the desert. So the idea of uh, turning is to get is uh, dealing with the bad, uh, that we should first have Mirirus, uh, bitterness, uh, f- uh, f- feeling bad uh, for our mistakes, our, our sins. Even if we already did Shiva, we can always do Shiva at a higher level, or even if we didn't sin, but to uh, think through our Machshava Divinais, our thoughts, speech, and action throughout our life, that, uh, uh, and how much of it was not for, not for Hashem. And then after we have that sort of mirrors, then the bitterness uh, from where we need to improve, so then we can uh, we can accept Omach Hashemayim, Hashem's yoke, and uh, to, 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 to observe the Torah and mitzvahs. And once we accept upon ourselves the yoke of Hashem of Torah and mitzvahs, so then uh, the uh, other yokes are removed from us. And then we can have true joy with uh, the joy of cleaving and closeness to Hashem uh, in, in a way of bittle to be one with Hashem, which uh, that is the idea of reaching Eretz Kanan, Eret, that the Kanan comes from the word to Hachnot, Kofnon Ayin, to be subdued and humble before Hashem. And this is a higher level than Eretz Plishtim, then the land of Plishtim. Our job is uh, is uh, to be planted in exile, planted in Mitzrayim in order to bring back more, for more to grow, which is the Nitzutzus, the sparks that we of holiness that we take back with us. And e- even though, yes, we can connect Hashem, there's uh, the, the possibility of connecting to Hashem in a way of Makif, to receive from Hashem, even if we don't deserve. But the ultimate is not the easy path, but the ultimate is uh, the path of Panimius, uh, that uh, we uh, receive according to what we achieve through our efforts. And uh, then ultimately, uh, to, through that, to come to an enduring Simcha and to come to an enduring closeness to Hashem, and uh, ultimately to Ayin Bayin Yero, that we'll see Hashem eye to eye with Mashiach.